The word commission has been a huge part of my life because a huge majority of my career has been in sales and business development. But as I've transitioned into and grown in my entrepreneurial journey and in my faith, the word commission has taken on so much more meaning. In this inaugural episode, I'm going to break down the many meanings behind this word and how it has shown up for me in hopes that as I share my growth journey that you leave feeling inspired, informed, and invigorated to continue moving your mission forward and ready to take it to the next level. So let's get into it. So there are four definitions behind commission. Um, And those really, for me, get broken down into three seasons or times, phases in my life and one key guide. So the first definition of commission is a noun. It's um, an amount of money, typically a set percentage of the value involved paid to an agent in a commercial transaction. So this is just... This is sales, right? In a nutshell, um, exchanging one thing for money, right? So when I think of the season of my life where I was really heavy and kind of just getting started and growing in my development in sales, the word that comes up for me is stewardship. And so this has been, um, this season has come up several times for me, but the very start has been in my sales career. So like I mentioned before, having started off my career in sales, some of the roles that I had was commission only roles. And it really created an interesting dynamic and allowed me to truly see what I was going to be a stand for. So before I get into get into that, I think what I really want to kind of share with you is when people think about sales, the first thing that comes up in people's mind is this icky salesperson. And it showed up so much different for me. When I think about being put into a sales role, I think about how much power is in that role. When you really think about it, you are being, you are a steward in someone's business. So the word stewardship, really, you know, being a steward, you think about a pilot, um, someone flying a plane, they don't interact with their guests, if ever, if, if at all. The people who are interacting and who really um, show what a brand is, is the stewards. You, you get to experience their brand, that brand from the people that you interact, the ones who are serving your drinks and helping you with your luggage. Those are the stewards of, of the business. And so the sales role is just the same. What I knew and what I recognized immediately stepping into a sales role is while this company might be putting thousands, millions, trillions of dollars into this company, into their marketing I know that when they place me in front of their clients, I am the face of the company. I'm the first interaction that they they'll have, and maybe the last interaction they have, um, if you know it doesn't go so well. So I really took that took that role with just such a huge responsibility. But um, being in a commission only role, I got to see really the two different facets of it, and the two different directions that I could have chosen to go. 
um, in a commission only role, you know, I am literally sitting in a place where I can choose, you know what, I know that I need to hit this cell, get the cell to meet my quota, or I know that I need to get this cell to be able to feed myself or take care of my family. And some people choose to, you know what, get the sale for themselves because it's something that they need and some people are placed into in positions where they're where they have to right and I made a decision early on in my life that I would never allow um, you know my need or want to go against my value I've always been a God's girl and so for me um, I couldn't in just ethically in my values and my heart do something you know try to convince somebody you know to do something against their will or even knowingly in the back of my mind that it probably isn't a good fit for them or they don't really need it right it was really hard for me so and and that became super clear so in one of my um, corporate sales roles, I was doing really well. But as time go- went on, I started to see some of their marketing tactics just felt out of alignment with my values. I started to see that the way that the, the leaders behaved and treated their team just was so out of alignment with who I was that it started to dramatically affect my production right? My sales started to kind of dip and I had to make a decision right then and there. Like, was I going to get on board or was I going to just ship out because it wasn't working? And it was in that moment that I was like, you know what? It was a really defining moment for me. I would never compromise who I was in order to get paid. And, um, funny enough and and really not funny enough uh, it it I know it happened um it happened with purpose but as soon as I quit that job literally with no other opportunities available without having updated my resume or did any searching I was like that is it um I was I got received a call from one of my business partners that I I have with me to this day um was like hey what are you up to um you know I, I I need you. I want let's work together. Um, are you available? And I was like, you know what? I I actually am. Perfect timing. <laughs> so it worked out for me. But that that period of my life, that period of stewardship, um, and again, I'm always stewarding in some form or fashion, but it really set the tone for um my journey and you know, growing um who I am as a as a person, as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, as a friend, as a colleague, um, and as an entrepreneur, as a leader, um, as a partner to you know other entrepreneurs. So that's the first definition. The second definition of commission is an instruction, command, or duty given to a person or group of people. So when I think about that definition, the word that comes up for me is leadership. And what I've recognized just as I've kind of looked back um, retrospectively in my life, every single time that I've really mastered and stood in my power and being a steward, um, it always pushed me to the next level. And the next level for me has always been leadership. I'm always, as soon as I've mastered stewardship, I then get called to lead and teach, 
regardless if I think I'm, if I'm ready or not. So um, as I'm kind of thinking about this, the story that comes up for me is um, I was leading a, a team. It was about a team of about six people for a live event. And this was when I was working for a, a corporate marketing company at the time. And we had, you know, quarterly events. And this particular event is one, one of our big ones. And events in this particular company was the company's cash cow. That's when we got our biggest influx of, of made our biggest profits was during these, these live events. Now, this particular event, we normally have anywhere between 150 to 300 people attending. And, you know, if you know anything about live events, regardless of how many tickets we, we sold, we're, you know, you show up to the first day, greet everybody body, and you're still kind of holding your breath, hoping that people still made it. Because even though people buy tickets, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to show up. And um, for, you know, true, you know, business events, the money isn't just made on ticket sales. It's really made on um, the additional services that are sold there at the event. So we really needed to get people in the room. So we already knew like before this event that, you know, we may not get 300, but we weren't sure how close we were or weren't going to be. And on day one, we realized that we did not have 300 people in the room. We had more like 140, which was crazy ridiculous because um, I, at the time, which again, it didn't even occur to me. And I'm, I'm now at maybe four or five years into working with this company and not even realized that I had signed a contract that stipulated if we did not meet our minimum sales goal requirement, we would therein forfeit our commissions and that w- would include the entire team. So if you can imagine the position that I'm in, I'm literally day one greeting all of the people who are coming in. They're excited. Some of these people I've interacted with on some of the, you know, mark during some of the marketing um marketing functions like leading up to the event. So I'm seeing familiar faces. I'm hugging them, but I'm like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I Here I am looking at these faces of these attendees that I genuinely care about. And then I'm also looking on the other end of, of my colleagues who have now at this point become friends and wondering to myself, how am I going to make this goal work? We don't have enough people in the room. How can I effectively, without, again, doing something that goes against my values, that is out of alignment with it, with what I believe in who I am? And so I really had to sit with, okay, how can I be more effective and more efficient in this room? Because another side note None of my team were seasoned salespeople. These were, you know, coaches, you know, friends of, you know, coaching friends that came in to volunteer. These were some of our team that were really more like project managers on our tech team, but they were not true salespeople. Now, if we had an event that had 300 people, we were good enough to make that work. But at this point, I needed everyone to perform. Uh, I needed everyone to kind of 
follow all the way through. I couldn't be the only one who was capable of, you know, taking all of these sales sales conversations to the finish line. We just didn't have the time or nor the the, the capacity at that point. So um, I, I, I will, can't take all of the credit, but in that position, I really was pushed and called to lead in a way that I had never led before and teach in a way that I had never taught before. And I want to shout out my girl, Charcy, stayed up with me to almost three o'clock in the morning, extracting what I thought was just a natural gift that only I could do to pass that along to our team so that they all could be performing at the same rate. And long story short, you know, we we did not hit that sales goal that day, which was absolutely crushing. But our team moved so masterfully. And while we didn't hit our sales goals, by the metrics at that point in time was the best event that we had ever have, the highest converting event we had ever had to date. And that was my call to leadership, which really carries me into the third definition of commission, um, which is a group of people officially charged with a particular function. So that event really pushed me to move into the next phase, which the word for this, for me, has always been mastery. Mastery. So that event really forced me to lead, forced me to teach, which showed me where I needed to, what I needed to master. I needed to be able to master being able to teach this. That event showed me that there was a gap that that I needed. Now, mind you, at this point, I I hadn't started any entrepreneurial endeavors because frankly, I'm working with the best of the best. I've worked with some of the best coaches, personal development leaders in the industry. So I'm like, I don't need that. They've got that. I don't need to do that. Right. But now I'm seeing there's a gap. Where are the other salespeople at? You know, I've I've been alone, was a lone wolf at that point for a really long time. So I'm like, clearly, like, this is a gap that that needs to be filled. But in order for me to fill it and fill it in a way that um, goes deep, that's not just surface level. It's not just me, you know, going online, taking someone else's sales co- course and regurgitating that. How do I pull out and ex- extract the very specific information and things that I've learned and developed over my career and pass that on to for the people who are going to be good stewards of these leaders. They need salespeople who understand this and are ready to just jump in, right? And so that pushed me into just this next level of of mastery. And what I want you to hear as I'm kind of talking about these, you know, it it started a, a revolving door. This path to mastery led me into entrepreneurship. And as soon as I got into entrepreneurship, you know what? I was right back at stewarding. I was right back at stewarding again because now as an entrepreneur, I'm recognizing that, you know what? 
the first phase of entrepreneurship is stewardship. It is my, it, I'm back in my commission only days to get this started and having to figure out and, and truly like sell myself um, so that I could build this business. But again, the way that I've, I've started, I've always looked at sales as a form of energy exchange, right? I really have to be sold on something and, and truly be convicted in order to then pass that on and, and, and be able to effectively explain that to someone else. And so it, it's really cyclical. You're in a season of stewardship. Once you've mastered that, you move into the next level of leadership. And then right after that, right after you've, you've mastered being a leader, you've got to move into a place of mastering, right? Mastering your craft and in order to master, mastery by definition is a comprehensive knowledge or skill in a subject or accomplishment. And the only way for you to be, to understand a skill and and truly have a comprehensive knowledge you've got to be able to effectively teach that to someone else and so that's really the the phase of of my life and and I've I've watched this ha- this you know wave kind of happen this cycle really you know again if we're thinking about this cyclical um that's kind of helped me move through now I've in the beginning, I shared with you, these are three definitions, and it's really um, also guided by one, one, one key guide. So if you look at the word commission, and this is really the true uh, meaning and thought process, process behind even the name of this podcast, like what does it mean to be a commissioned woman, right? The root word of the root of this word is mission, Right. To be a commissioned woman is to be someone who's called to do something above and beyond what you're asked to, to do. You are someone who's called to do something greater than yourself. And next to that, what I know is you can never fill a mission alone. You've got to be in partner with someone. Um, I God has always been my co-pilot. So when I work at, look at the word co-mission, it's it's not partnering it's it's partnering with someone partnering partnering with a strong few and so god is one of my co-pilots but i partner with i've partnered with other women along this journey who's got me to the place that i'm at today so again you know as i unveil and share more conversations i want to want you to know my come from space and all that i want is if you see yourself in any parts of this journey that you leave here feeling inspired, feeling informed, feeling invigorated, feeling seen, feeling heard um, to continue moving your mission forward and know that you're not alone and there's always a next phase to taking it to the next level. So with that being said, um, I thank you. I honor you for being here if you've made it all the way to the end. Um, and I invite you, if, if this conversation has resonated in, in any bit, I look forward to seeing you, hearing you in the next episode.